Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Official Gears Podcast. It is Brian and Alan here and we are the guys of years of experience. And, you know, we're here talking about everything from mouse ears to butterbeers. And we just want to say thank you for joining us on this uh, Black Friday edition. Uh, sorry, we don't have any sales going on, but we do hope that you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving and got to spend some quality time with those that you are uh, most important in your life. So, um, Alan, how are things going in Chicago? How, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, pretty good. Pretty mellow. Uh, you know, we, we don't have family nearby, so we don't do a whole lot. Um, no. but I think I mentioned before, we actually, uh, we've taken to go to going out for Thanksgiving. So we don't have, you know, huge amounts of stuff to cook and whatever. <laughs> so we go to, um, Weber grill. Yeah. And so if you've never been to Weber grill, uh, it's a really great restaurant chain yeah. up here in the Chicago area. And, um, they always do like a Thanksgiving dinner plate and it's pretty amazing. So you go and you get the whole Thanksgiving cool. dinner and then you don't have, you know, leftovers for a week and a kitchen full of stuff to clean. And it's, it's kind of good. I don't, I don't mind the leftovers. I love the leftover turkey, but uh, we've been getting honey-baked ham uh, the last couple of years, the turkey from there, uh, from, at my mother-in-law's house, and it is phenomenal. So you're getting the turkey so, from honey-baked ham, uh, not the ham? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yep. It's 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 pretty good. And then we, at Christmas, we get the ham, but the, the turkey is really good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind the turkey. The leftovers and the cleaning, I don't really care <laughs> for, but I'll, I'll, I'll eat leftover turkey for several days afterwards, so... I'm good for a while. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, so uh, in our last episode, just, nope. uh, just a couple days ago, because we're a little behind on things here, we uh, finished our potty mm-hmm. talk with a uh, fellow mouse expert, Bree, and that was a lot of fun. She's always really entertaining. It was. Uh, we need to get her back on for another episode. So, Lots of energy and very, very knowledgeable about Run Disney. She's all about uh, Run Disney. you and I are going to be doing in January. Yes. So I'm working uh, on it. I'm working on it. I'm trying own. to get ready. I'm trying to get ready for that. <laughs> Not me. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not not succeeding a whole lot, but I'm working on it. Working on it. Yeah. So uh, in this episode, we are going to start a new series here where we're going to talk about all the different changes and things that have happened or are happening around the Walt Disney World Resort. And today we're going to start with Animal Kingdom. So that's that's an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, it's. There's a lot of changes going on, just not only at Disney World, but Disneyland Mm -hmm. um, and all the resorts. But we, you know, we focus a lot on Disney World because that is the more popular destination is the one that most people ask us about. Um, So we just kind of wanted to kind of refresh everybody on what is happening from park to park. Um, So this series will be going through uh, the end of the year and. Uh, I'm excited. I'm ready to see a lot of what the changes are coming. Um, You and I have been several times, so we've kind of seen um, what it has become. And to be honest, there's not a lot missing. So, and we we realized that when we started putting this list together, there was back, you know, I guess last February, we noticed a lot of things missing, but now things are kind of really on track to being almost your typical normal Mm -hmm. um, Disney vacation. But um, I, what what's currently missing, Alan? That that you um, miss the most about the Walt Disney World parks overall? Um, I think I still think some of the entertainment. I'm missing some of the live entertainment. You know, there the the live entertainment. It's, you know, the character things and are coming back. We're seeing more characters, but some of the other live entertainment it just adds the energy to the parks. Um, and it's not always something we would stop and do every time, but I do feel it when it's not there. So I am, I'm kind of missing some more of the live yeah. entertainment. I want to see more of that come back. Um, you know, the Streetmosphere characters uh, on uh, Hollywood Boulevard or on Main Street, some of those characters people aren't used to seeing. Um, the couple of the shows that are still missing. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to some of those yeah. kinds of things. But to me, that's the biggest thing, I think. Yeah. I think it's, you know, not that it's not a personal experience, but it's not as personal when you can get up and close to the characters and especially the face characters when you can interact with Gaston face to face and some of the princesses and things. Tiana's a wonderful one to meet, Tinkerbell. Um, so, yeah, you know, the entertainment, those those face to face interactions that, you know, aren't quite the same. They're there, but they're different. Um I can't wait for it to be back like it was before yeah. where you're, you know, two feet away from them. And well, can and really can give them a hug. Like, you know, the the yeah. faces yeah. on some of these kids and things, you know, when they first walk into the room and see their favorite princess. And um, it's pretty amazing 
their, their reactions and things. And they're still getting some of that, but then when they can walk up and hug him, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. And I don't know, one of the things I have seen that I think is really cool is um, the service dogs, the service dogs seeing the characters. I don't know if you've seen a lot of these little videos of service <laughs> dogs meeting different characters and stuff. Yeah. It's so crazy to watch. It's, it's great. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, some of that, that live interaction, I want to get a little more of that back. Yeah. But um, what about mm-hmm. things that um, have kind of come to the parks as new and become kind of the new normal thing. Um, what are you most excited about for those? I like, I like the mobile ordering mm-hmm. um, that has saved a whole yeah. lot of time and cause it's almost available at every restaurant yeah. now. Um, your quick service restaurants, not your table service, but uh, and then I really enjoy the cavalcades. I, I really hope the, I hope the parades come back, but I hope they keep the cavalcades in some form as well. I like that too. I like that you're not all crowded together and waiting for something and that there's, you know, four or so a day and um, you can kind of tell by the music up. Oh, I already saw this one. So I can kind of keep going or, or you can <laughs> kind of plan out um, what you're looking for. I do like those. I think that's been really good. Um, and I think, even though we're talking about the up close personal interaction with things, I like some of the surprise spots that they put characters. So, yes. you know, you, all of a sudden you're seeing characters where you're not used to seeing them um, and you may not be able to get close to them, but it's kind of a fun little surprise. You know, we talked about Frontierland mm-hmm. where you see the country bears or Chip and Dale, like up on the rooftop over the country bear area um, and just kind of walking through like, Hey, there's a character up there. Like, I think that's kind of fun. Um, I hope that doesn't totally go away. But I mean, it's even as they come back, yeah. I mean, and you can get up close and hug them and things like that. I, I still think that's kind of cool. I mean, you, I would love to see your more popular ones um, still have their meet and greets, but it would be cool if you're walking through Fantasyland and you see um, Jiminy Cricket mm-hmm. up on a balcony. Um you know, he typically doesn't sign autographs or do pictures anyway. So it'd be kind of cool to leave him up there on the pedestal. Um, same thing with the country bears. Normally they're just kind of out roaming around taking pictures. They don't do autographs or anything. So, you know, kind of keep them up. And it's um, funny how many people don't know who they are. Them. They're like outside the attraction where you yeah. go see them and they don't know who they are. Like, what are you doing? So I always like yeah. to go over and call them my yeah. name. And they're like, um, Hey, somebody knows who I am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then you've got kind of, um, the same kind of thing over in, you know, Hollywood studios in galaxy's edge that, you yeah. know, Ray and Chewbacca and, um, you know, they got a couple others that sit up there on the platform, um, and they're just kind of working or, you know, playing yeah. through a scene, um, Epcot, you've got Winnie the Pooh and joy and some of those others just kind of over there. You've got Alice gardening. Um, it's just kind of cool to see them out there, but yeah, I do. I can't wait for us to be able to get that interaction face to face, but it is kind of cool to walk through and it's kind of like a scavenger hunt really, or you just, it gives you a reason to not be looking at your phone (laughs) while you're walking through. Well, and then they want to give you another reason with genie plus. So yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's kind of cool. There's a little surprise pop-up things. I kind of like that. And you're right. Mm -hmm. Mobile order has made life a lot easier in some cases. The other thing too is um, we didn't talk about a whole lot is the um, uh, online standby wait lists. So that never existed mm-hmm. before. You used to have to go physically to the restaurant and ask if there was any availability. Um, so to be able to use your app um, to get on a wait list at a restaurant without having to schlep all the way across the park sometimes to see if there's anything there. Um, I think that's a nice yeah. new addition. So I'm all for that. Yeah. Uh, those three, the, the cavalcades, the mobile ordering and the wait list, um, those things have cut out a lot of time that people yeah. would have to go and just kind of waste. So it allows them more park mm-hmm. time um, to kind of, you know, okay, well, our food's going to be ready in 20 minutes. There's a five minute wait right here for small world. Let's hop in line real quick. Let's get that out of the way and let's, you know, then we'll go get right. our food afterwards. Um, it really kind of helps not necessarily plan, but instead of walking all the way to the park, ordering your food, then sitting around waiting for it, you know, like I said, it kind of cuts out the time. Same thing with the cavalcade. You, see the two floats that go by and then you're like, okay, well that was five minutes yep. long. Let's move on. Else. Instead of getting your spot 30 minutes before the parade, sitting through the parade and then rushing back across the, the park to, um, I mean, if you're in Hollywood city, as you go all the way from main street to galaxy's edge, that's mm-hmm. a long walk. 
yep. just to see a parade. So um, you, they do cut out a lot of time, which I know a lot of people appreciate. Mm-hmm. They may not notice, but I'm sure they appreciate right. it once they do. Yeah, some cool things. So, yeah. Well, what are you looking forward to seeing come to the parks the most? Uh, probably like everybody, I am really, really, really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, I'm a roller coaster guy, so I really can't wait to see that. Um, that's pretty cool. And then, like, it's kind of news we can talk about a little bit later, but uh, we're talking about some of the live entertainment and more of it has been mm-hmm. announced to be returning in 2022. So I'm, I'm excited about that. What about yeah. you? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say guardians of the galaxy um, because I'm a roller coaster guy too. And I just think the concept of that mm-hmm. ride is really cool. We don't have a whole lot of on, on Tron. And so that one kind of gets put back, you know, in the, in the back of my mind, I would love to kind of yeah. see how it works and, you know, can't wait for that one, but we don't have any details. So that one's just not. Well, and uh, we have the videos of um, it. So like you have the one in Shanghai, so we can, you can watch videos and know what it's like. They, mm-hmm. It's almost an exact replica of that one. So there's, yeah. I mean, the anticipation is there, but they haven't given us a date yet. And, um, no, you know, th- there's less mystery. It's just not, I'm not excited about it yet because we don't have that date. At least with Guardians, we know it'll probably be 2022, but at least Guardians of the Galaxy, we know it's not fall of 2022. They've said it's, summer, you know, um, yeah, officially summer. Yeah, so that's so, cool. Um, and then I'm, I'm super excited to see those little stupid golden statues. <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but I'm, I'm ready to kind of go and, and just check all those out because I do, I like the bronze statues yeah. that are always out. Um, so I think I'm re- going to really like the, the gold ones. Well, and the, the there's year. more announcement about the um, new interactive magic bands. So I, I do have quite a few magic bands. So I'm kind of curious to um, get one of those and see how much interaction it does and what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of yeah. cool, too. That is. Well, we'll have to make sure on the Magic Kingdom when we talk about that one, because most of those statues are around yeah, Magic Kingdom. So, uh, yeah. All right, well, let's let's get right into it. Okie doke. So um, we're going to jump over to Animal Kingdom and start talking about Animal Kingdom and what kind of changes and things are going on over there. So um, let's talk about, like, currently what is missing at Animal Kingdom. What What is not there that was there before? So it was not really ever a crowd favorite, and it, it's been closed for a long time. But now if you if you go through um, – oh, shoot – Dino Land, uh, USA in, in Animal Kingdom. Um, you start go, to go back there um, towards um, the dinosaur ride and the um, Triceratops spin. You'll notice that big gaping um, hole. there's nothing in that corner. Any, yeah, there's nothing in that corner anymore. Uh, Primeval World has been demolished. It's been taken off property. Um, there may be a few remnants here and there of it, but for the most part, it is it is no longer there. We have no idea what's going to be coming there, if they're going to put anything. But um, that was one I, I always kind of wanted to get on. But every time it was it was basically closed. So, you never got to ride it? Um, because they, I, I never did. It was, it was whether it was raining or it just was broken down or, or what. But um, it was always closed. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was one of those two. I probably would have been the only one to do it. I don't know. Mandy would and the kids weren't old enough. Yeah. So. Uh, I did it a couple times. I don't know what I'm missing, but I know a lot of people. Well, I did it a couple times. Primeval World is one of those where um, it's one of the kind of they call it like a wild mouse roller coaster where it has a lot of little sharp turns and dips. And um, Mm -hmm. at certain points in the ride, the vehicles would spin. So (laughs) you'd ride Mm -hmm. through and they would just they were free spinning. And depending on how you, you know, kind of like a teacup, depending on how you balance the ride, um, you know, you could kind of get the cars to spin more or not. I did it a couple times. Um, it was not my favorite. It was always like feeling like I needed a back adjustment when you came out of there. It was kind of yeah. rough. Um, my brother and Mark really loved it. Like when we went to one of the after hours events, they did it like three or four times in a row. And I was like, no, I would need like a wheelchair to get out of here if I could do that many times. Um, yeah. They have to have some sort of plan. Because it's just leaving a gaping hole over there. There's like just a huge yeah. area now where there's nothing mm-hmm. or wall so yeah. it's, there has to be some kind of plan for it, it, it w- i would think they just haven't announced it wasn't a very big it ride. was not um but it yeah, took up a lot of space a lot of space over there because there were two tracks oh. so um mm-hmm. same kind of thing it's it's gonna leave a hole over there so the, there has to be some kind of plan um we haven't heard yet but it's just it's hard to imagine 
what dinosaur themed thing they can put over there. I mean, maybe so, they'll come up with another, I'll be an interesting, you know, less jerky type coaster or something they'll put in there like yeah. that. That whole area of the park was kind of interesting. It was just like, we have this area and we don't really know what to do. It almost yeah, doesn't so let's fit. just buy some off the shelf carnival rides and throw them in here. And you're like, mm, okay. So maybe, maybe something bigger and better is yeah. coming. Hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, I, I will say another thing that um, some people may not have missed because they, they the quick service is now open. Um, but Pizza Fari, which was one of their very few sit down restaurants they have at Animal Kingdom is still closed. Um, they were using that whole area, the quick service and the, the table service. They were using that whole area for a um, rest area for mask for the longest time. And now the quick service is open, but as far as being able to sit down and, you know, you order off the menu and have a waiter and everything, um, that one is still closed. So really Yak and Yeti, um, and there's only a couple other sit down restaurants available and and really there's not a whole lot of table service, uh, or quick service in that park to begin with. So, um, that, that is a very popular one, but for the time being, it still remains closed. Yeah, that one and Restaurantosaurus is still um, not showing open over there. So it's, mm-hmm. they were um, Restaurantosaurus is a quick service too. It's not a table service, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're they're still kind of missing over there. So that's kind of interesting. Um, we talked about it before, but you know some of the character meets. So there are some characters that seem to be missing from the park. Um, you know, we don't see Baloo and Louie so much anymore. Um, we haven't seen Tarzan or um, I always forget the name of the gorilla church. Turk. Um, we haven't seen them a whole lot over there. Um, Jane, haven't seen Jane. Uh, who else has been over there? Uh, so there's Russell and Doug. Um, have seen uh, Divine. Divine has Divine been back, has been yes. So times. if you've never got to see Divine, Divine um, is this really cool um, stilt character. So she is basically on four stilts. So she's got stilts on her legs and stilts on her arms and she's completely covered in vines and she kind of blends in with the trees. So she'll kind of stand in a planter leaning against a tree or something and you might see her move a little bit and um, she will interact with you a little bit, but she doesn't talk. So it's kind of interesting to just see this like moving vine person that's over there that it's neat. She's very, very, very hard to see, uh, but she's always been social distanced yeah. anyway. Sometimes so. she will, like when she's crossing, going in in and out of her set and things like that, um, mm-hmm. she'll get kind of close to people. But yeah, she's usually kind of in a planter, yeah. usually on the backside of um, Tree of Life when you're kind of going in between Africa and Asia. You usually find her over in that area. Um, I've seen her a lot up near the oh, front really? gate. Is where I've seen her or, or early in the morning when people start getting oh, in. Okay, um, okay. But I mean, she does. She just kind of wanders yeah. throughout the park. So um, Discovery Island or up there on that front, the front gate mm-hmm. before you get to the bridge. Uh, but yeah, I've seen her, but you're right. I mean, most of the characters just kind of aren't. We haven't seen Rafiki out. Um, he's on the, the water yeah, cavalcade. Rafiki and Timon. That's yeah, about it. That's true. That's true. Um, we used to see... The ant. Um, I can't remember oh, yeah. his name from Bugs Life. Um, Flick. Mm-hmm. Flick used to be out. Every now and then you'd see some from Pocahontas. Um, yeah, Miko and Pocahontas. They're on the cavalcade to mm-hmm. the water cavalcade, Miko and Pocahontas. But Miko is. But we used to see, um, every now and then we'd see General Radcliffe and Percy um, mm-hmm. would come out. But that's kind of sporadic. Um, but yeah, it's. There's a lot of characters that are kind of missing from the park if they're not on one of the cavalcades. Yeah. Um, so, but um, you mentioned T- Timon and we mentioned Rafiki. Um, there's been some changes to uh, Festival of the Lion King as well that some people yeah. have noticed. Um, so basically the Tumble Monkeys have not been back yet. So when they reopen the show, Tumble Monkeys are out. And um, the aerialist, when they're singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight, there's usually a, a bird that flies around the room, somebody dressed as a bird. And um, they're not doing the aerial stuff. They're just doing a dance at the moment. Um, And then obviously not pulling people out of the crowd to interact in the finale. Um, But other than that, the show is, is pretty similar to what was there before. And then um, another one that I know you're not real big on, but I was the finding Nemo, the musical 
I enjoyed it being, you know, mm-hmm. the theater guy that I, I am. I, I enjoyed it. Um, so, you know, plus it was a nice air conditioned stop when it was always hot uh, over there. Yeah. Mark would just go in and take a nap while I watch the show. You know, <laughs> it's cool. It's air conditioned. You I can like sleep. the puppets. It's like, why not? Yeah, I thought the puppets were great. Yeah, I, I like the puppets. The puppets were great. And I thought the vocalists and stuff they had in there that were actually performing were really good, too. So they had, they had good folks in there. Um, so I do kind of miss that. But we have more about that in the yeah. news section. I, I'm, I would imagine with the Tumble Monkeys, they to me, I think they would be making an appearance fairly soon in their normal routine just because the new Cirque du Soleil show it's going to be opening mm-hmm. up and um, you know, it's pretty much the same kind of routine. Like they're they're yeah. flying through the air. They're doing their, their normal stuff. And I know they're owned mm-hmm. by a different company, but um, you know, it's the same kind of thing. If you, Disney's going to allow that to happen on Disney property, then why would they yeah. allow the tumble monkeys? Yeah. I mean, logically. So that's just, that's just me. Logically. So, it makes sense. So it would so. be good to have, I mean, everybody loves the tumble monkeys. Yeah. That's a, it's a great sequence. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, well, so we, we talked about the cavalcades. Um, let's talk about what's coming and what's what's new. Um, there, I don't think there's anything really coming to Animal Kingdom that that we're super excited about. That's over the top. I mean, it's always changing. But one thing that we've noticed over the last year, plus that we've mentioned several times that we really love are the cavalcades, and they run through um, the river that that surrounds the Tree of Life. And, you know, you know, I've talked about this several times, especially while we were there, how cool this was that you could just be walking and crossing over any bridge. And then all of a sudden you, there's a, a boat going underneath of you with mm-hmm. your favorite characters on it. And I think they have uh, five or six of these boats. Um, there's one with Mickey, Minnie and uh, Mickey, Minnie and Pluto. And Goofy, I believe. Um, is it Mickey, Minnie and Goofy then? Um, there's Donald and Chip and Dale. There's Pocahontas and Miko. Um, Rafiki and Timo. There's Launchpad oh, and yeah. Quack. He's with the Ducks, I think. I think uh, he's with Donald and them, I think. Yeah. And you have Rafiki um, and Timon. Like I said, there's four. And yeah. then you have so there, there's, the there's band. Four, five, the Jaminators six. or the drummers? The drum, yeah, the Jaminators. Um, so it's just so cool to see. You can hear mm-hmm. the boat coming because they're playing their music. Um, we watched a lot of them just sitting there in the uh, Rivers of Light seating area. But again, you while you're waiting in line for Pandora, um, Flight of Passage, the, the boats come through there. You get some yeah. really good pictures. If you're crossing over a bridge, they go underneath you. You get some really good pictures. It's just a really cool way to do a parade there because it's, they don't exactly have a very good parade route. Yeah. In that they had park. parades so, they did in the past, uh, but they were kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. So th- this, this to me, I think is the best option. Again, it's, it's probably about 20 minutes between every yeah. boat. I think something like yeah. that, 15, 20 minutes. Um, so it's, it's great if you're, you know, sitting down eating a snack or some ice cream, um, a quick service meal. Like I said, we sat in rivers of light Got to see all of them. Because yeah, they kind of come and go right they, there, it's, too, it's in between just... the two seating areas <laughs> yep. at Rivers of Light, which is kind of nice. Yep. And they, they take you know ample time to kind of wave to everybody. So um, it's just a really cool way to do yeah, that. I think that's been pretty cool. Yeah. And, and then you mentioned the uh, the Finding Nemo, the musical. Um, the old version is, is no more. And, you know, I know that hurt some people and some people were like yay what's what's going to be there next well it's finding nemo the musical is coming <laughs> back but it's, it's a different rendition so um this show will be coming to the theater um in 2022 we do not have a date yet uh but we'll be, it will be set in the timeline of finding dory the film and, and incorporating a lot of things from the sequel i'm i'm excited because i love finding nemo I don't know. I think Finding Dory is funnier and in kind of a better movie. Um, and maybe it's because it's based around Dory instead of Marlon. And I, I just find Dory as a funnier character. Um, I'm excited to kind of see what they do with this one, because if we thought Mr. Ray was big and we thought Crush was big, I can only imagine what they're going to do with Bailey and um, mm-hmm. the other whale that's in this movie and then how they incorporate Hank and in, in, into it as well. So I'm pretty excited to yeah, see this. Yeah, I, I am too. When they first said they were going to reimagine it, and I'm like, how do you reimagine, you know, a story that mm. is 
pretty set. But um, bringing in the Finding Dory timeline and things, I think will be really cool. Um, they did say some of the original classic songs will be there, um, but they're going to mm-hmm. add some new things and some new sequences and stuff. So um, I- I'm actually looking forward to that. I think that could be really cool. I'm, I'm hopeful yeah. what they're going to do with it. Because I... I don't want to lose some of the talent from the first yep. show um, because when they had the school of fish and they were imitating Marlin, yeah. you know how they did that was pretty cool because that took a lot of talent and a lot of coordination between all the different yep. puppeteers. Uh, and then again, Mr. Ray and in crush. So I'm glad they decided to keep a few things. We'll, we'll see what they do keep, but I'm, I'm excited. Those for this would one. be crazy to get rid of Mr. Ray and crush. They were great. Yeah. So, Hopefully yeah. those are still part of the somehow they're part of the new show. Um, but yeah, that's another one I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, another thing that's kind of mm-hmm. new is over at uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch, where you take the train back from Africa to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Um, we have the animation experience back there where you go and learn how to draw one of the characters. Um, we did this. I thought it was actually pretty fun. Um, I don't think mine uh, looked like Crush at all, but it was it was fun to do. Um, and you and Mike did another one, didn't you? But yeah, so so um, I can't remember who I did with Crush with. If Crush was, was us. Oh, when you went again, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, my Crush did. He turned out better than Oswald did with. That okay, we you did over Oswald. in uh, Epcot. Uh, yeah, which you would think Oswald was a little easier because it's just like a couple <laughs> circles. But no. Um, Crush, crush turned out a little bit better for me, but it, it's it is really cool to kind of go in there. I Rafiki's Planet Watch was always kind of like a mystery to me anyway, just because it's like, what is the yeah. you know, purpose of this? Other than you kind of see how some of the behind the scenes stuff and works some of the over there. Animals, you know, but, when they're young or um, mm-hmm. being treated for any kind of animal illness. That's kind of cool, but a lot of kids didn't get it. It kind of yeah. became a play area. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it is a petting zoo, but it is, um, kind of like yeah. a petting zoo, I guess, but it was one of the best places to go look for hidden Mickey's. But now you take this train ride over there, uh, you sit with, you know, 20 other people or whatever. And one of the Disney animators will sit down with you and show you on a big screen, step-by-step step, how to draw some of your favorite characters. So it is a really cool experience. And, you know, for a 15, 20 minute lesson, uh, I think it's worth doing every time. Didn't have to pay anything for that. Yeah, that was kind of cool free. too. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was yeah. kind of neat. Um, I haven't seen the whole show. The other new one. Kite Tales. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. I'm, I like the kites. and like that I'm yeah. the um, how large the kites are. And they do look really cool. Um, I know mm-hmm. the biggest thing that everybody's seeing online is like when the kites come in for a landing. Um they basically crash them into uh, one of the seating areas to, yeah. so they're not just in the lake. Um, so that, that seems interesting, but the puppets look really cool. Um, there's, there's puppets like in the seating area, kind of puppet, um, you know, big, big features on sticks and things like they've done in some of the parades before. And then um, the kites themselves. So I think it's interesting, but I want to see what the show is like. I haven't seen a full show version online. It's, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Uh, it's growing on me. It really is growing. Uh, on me. I was skeptical, um, but it seems better than than I expected. Yeah, I, yeah, I, and I think a lot of people were like, just when it first came out, just wanted to trash it so they get clicks and you know clickbait type stuff. But now that I'm understanding how it how it's working and think, okay, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. these things have to be stored on land. They have to crash them back into land because once these kites get wet, yeah. they won't fly for hours and hours and so maybe days yeah. because it's Florida. Um, so they have to keep them as dry as possible. So that's the only way to really do it unless they take them somehow under the bridge away. And I just don't think that's yeah, going to work. Yeah, because kites go so, up, not down. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to keep them that low. Mm-hmm. So, Yep. Yeah, so this this is growing on me, and it's it's grown on me even more now that they've announced that there's some different characters that they're going to introduce into the show. So right now we have um, basically the Lion King and Baloo. Uh, is it just the Lion yeah. King? Blue, yeah, Blue and King Louie. Yeah. Um, uh, Simba or, and Zazu are some of the main ones. Yeah, but I think Bugs Life is coming. I think uh, Little Mermaid. I know for sure they've announced is going to be incorporated into it. And there's another movie that they're incorporating. I can't remember which one it is off of my head, but um, 
so there's there's gonna be more characters coming to it that i was like okay i, I can get a little behind yeah. this now I, I understand how it works i understand what they're trying to do and it just kind of i'm am i gonna sit down and watch it every time no but will i go and sit and watch it you know once and go from there and then maybe if i'm passing by on the way to um expedition everest will i catch a couple minutes of it probably but it, it's growing on me it really really is yeah it's interesting and it, it replaced rivers yeah. of light um Rivers of Light is no more not coming back. They spent a lot of money on Rivers of Light. Um, So it's interesting. I'm curious as to what they're going to do with some of those boat props that they had. I feel like the the light up owl and things that they had, the big figures, I don't know why they didn't just put them in the park somewhere for the holidays for something to light up and, you know, just, just like, well, yeah, or just take it off the boat and put it somewhere in the park for people to see and get a picture with or something. Um, I saw Rivers of Light. I didn't understand it. It was pretty. I didn't understand it. I was like, what is this? I don't miss it. That That's my fear about the one at Epcot. Like my fear at the one at Epcot is going to be the same kind of thing. Um, a water show with lights and things kind of, and I was like, got rivers of yeah. light in my head when they started announcing all this. And I was like, it didn't go so well the first time. No, but this. Harmonious is actually getting so, better reviews than I expected. So it is. That's kind of interesting too. And I love the yeah. soundtrack. We'll talk about that more when we get to the Epcot version. But yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So those, those are kind of interesting, kind of new. Um, yeah, there, there's some good yeah. options. I, I think the Kite Tales and the Finding Nemo, uh, or I guess Finding Dory musical now. Um, yeah, they didn't really say if they're changing the name, but they key. said they were adding Dory. So that's, mm-hmm. well, the Dory timeline. So yeah. those are, those would be key to bringing back a lot of entertainment at, at Animal Kingdom because right now you have you have the festival of the Lion King, um, and then you have the uh, bird show. Uh, they they yep. keep changing the name of it every couple months. Yeah. So, uh, but other than that, I mean, you, you do have some of your live entertainment out there, but it's not the same um, as far as your street performers. But it's it's going to be huge when they get those, those two things, the other kite tails and the finding Nemo, they get everything working and, and people start watching those. Cause you definitely need more entertainment there. Um, Cause it's, it's missing for sure. Well, and I believe they're bringing back some more of the entertainment. So um, uh, what's kind of announced is they, they, I believe they brought back the African uh, musicians already which they that helps because yeah. that area they gets did. really congested. So it's great to have them there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another, I feel like there was another thing listed for Africa that was coming back. Um, maybe I'm off, but there, there were some other things over there that like, okay, some things are really coming back. We're getting more. Oh, the, um, the drummers in Pandora, I believe were supposed to be coming back if they're not already back. Um, okay. So some more entertainment over there too. So that's, that's cool. That's good to see. Um, kind of excited about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things that were released in Disney news that are not particular to animal kingdom that we're so excited about. But the first one that a lot of people is not so excited about um, is Disney has stopped selling annual passes for the time being. And I'm not sure. Like I, I don't understand why. So Help me understand this. I wish I could. What, what does this mean for me if I want to pay, if I was hoping to get upgrade yeah, my Yeah, I wish I could help you understand it. I don't I don't quite understand it either. <laughs> um, so it, from the feeling is that um, with a park pass reservation system that's in place right now, um, the parks have been getting full uh, around the holidays, which is, you know, not uncommon. Um, so they're... If you look at reservations right now through Thanksgiving and Christmas, there are days when there are zero reservations available um, for any of the parks. And there are days where like Epcot is the only park available. So um, I feel like the idea is we're going to stop selling annual passes temporarily because most of them you can't get access to the parks right now anyway. So why sell you an annual pass right now? I'm I'm guessing that's the logic behind it. Um but yeah, so we have a trip in January, in early January. I'm hoping that they um, unpause these sales by then because I'm planning to upgrade mine to an annual pass. Um, I haven't been able to get mine back yeah. since we got there. I, we could have, you know, I could have purchased it recently, um, but I was just going to wait until we got there and, and upgrade. Um, mm-hmm. And so at the moment, you can't upgrade and you can't um, 
just outright buy an annual pass, which is very interesting. Um, they did say that if you are if you have an annual pass and you kept yours up through the pandemic and it's due to expire, they'll let you renew, but no new sales again. So I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. No. And, and it kind of, you know, it takes away from something that we kind of like to do. You know, we don't get a commission on annual sales, um, annual passes. Yeah. So we, we have a trick that we, we'd like to talk people through. We can no longer yeah, use that the trick, moment. Uh, you know, at this time. And then there's a lot of people that are thinking, well, if I just go and, you know, I, I spent six days down here already. I want to do an annual pass and, you know, come back in, mm-hmm. you know, a couple months or whatever. Right I can't do that. And I don't understand why. Um, other than I feel like it has to do something with the capacity issue, which we've been told that they're not, they don't have capacity issues right now. So, um, other than this, this Christmas season, which is always that way anyway, it doesn't matter what year it is. Yeah. The holidays have always been crazy. It Um, isn't even pre, you know, pre COVID the holidays were crazy. There were always sold out days. Um, you know, magic kingdom on Christmas day. We did it once when we were Florida residents, and um, I don't want to do it again on Christmas Day. It, it's it's really cool to be there on Christmas Day and to see the parade and stuff like that, but it is usually one of the most crowded days of the year. Christmas Day and New Year's Day are some of the mm-hmm. two most crowded days of the year. You, you're not going to get to do a whole lot. If you're aware of that and you go for you know being there on the day, um, enjoying the fireworks that they have for New Year's that are really special, um, enjoying the Christmas parade and things like that, it's great. But if you are, you know, average guest wanting to go for the holidays and thinking you're going to ride half the rides in the park, not happening, not happening. Nope. So that's interesting. Nope, which is, I'm, I'm so thankful we had that experience last year. Before it was too that, crazy. You know, we mm-hmm. went, yeah, we went, we went during, you know, COVID and we went, we checked in the day after Christmas and we stayed through uh, January 2nd. So we were there on New Year's Day and it was kind of like a typical day for us in October. Yeah. That's how the crowds were. And normally you no. wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. So it, it's usually um, crazy. Well, so that's that one of the nice. things that like it's it's yeah. bizarre to me that they're stopping the annual passes because they have the park pass reservation system that we're hearing will be around at mm-hmm. least through 2022. So that is what they're using to control how many people are in the park you know, or to project how many people are in the park so they can staff appropriately, et cetera. If, if somebody wants to buy an annual pass knowing they can't get in, I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm confused. Yeah. I don't know. We will see. Hopefully that doesn't last long. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't expect it to, to be honest, but, um, one thing that I hope does last long and, you know, that's this little bit of news. I'm excited to, uh, we are planning on taking our next cruise on the Disney wish next year. Um, that's something that is on our to-do list for the year. Um, just because it's, you know, the brand new ship that Disney has put out there. Um, it's got so many unique things on it that we're so excited about it. Um, if you guys want more information on that, we did an episode on the Disney wish not too long ago, but we have the first piece of live entertainment, the Broadway style show that's coming. And it's the little mermaid is going to be performing on the Disney. Wish. I am. Really looking forward to that. I saw clips too. You know, they did a, a Little Mermaid on Broadway um, that didn't mm-hmm. last very long, which I'm kind of surprised because it's got some great music. Um, you know, yeah. Frozen has lasted forever. Uh, Beauty and the Beast has been forever and touring. Um, you know, Lion King, uh, Aladdin, Aladdin doing really well. So I'm, I'm surprised Mermaid didn't do as well. So I want to see what they do with that. They had some really cool concepts and things yeah. um, that they were doing with that show. Um, I, I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, I, I like Little Mermaid. I, I like I like the soundtrack to it, and I, maybe it's just because it's the whole like mermaid thing. Like, how do you do a Broadway play around a mermaid? Um, but I mean, it's Disney. They come up with so many different creative ways to do things. So um, I do like this one. I've, I'm I'm excited about it. it. There's a lot of. It's funny. Normally, I feel like Disney caters towards the princess. Uh, loving mm-hmm. crowd with this ship. I feel like they have either they've, they've really balanced it out or they've geared it a lot more towards um, boys um, or, or your, your Marvel fans, your, your um, live action superhero type people uh, with the, you know, star Wars stuff that they've put on ball, the Avengers things, the Incredibles. Um, 
so I feel like putting the Little Mermaid on there kind of balances it out a little bit with the Frozen show, the dinner show that you have. Uh, I I like it. I'm again, I'm excited. I cannot wait to get on that ship. And I know we kind of talked about it before, and um, you were never a really big fan, but um, the Voyage of Little Mermaid stage show at Hollywood Studios. Just, just it's, let it die. It's Alan. not even just listed let it die. anywhere on attractions or entertainment anymore. It's not even listed, and I'm like, what, really? But it, it's not even listed as like unavailable. It's just gone. It's gone. Really? It's just gone. I, I liked it. It was good. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, Maybe we'll lay it to rest on an episode. We'll give it its official goodbye. That's just so mean. It's so mean. <laughs> I wanted to come back. Um, I always thought it was cute. So, I mean, granted, it was there forever. Um, so, yeah, it was one of the original no, things to the park. No, it was not. So, no, no, it wasn't. What uh, was, what there, was first? there first was the uh, Muppet show. There was a live Muppet show in there first. So the Muppets came in. That's um, right. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there was it's another one of guests entertaining stories is um there was a whole show in there with the character, the Muppet characters, you know, the performers where their mouths moved and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point, a monorail crashed through the wall and many of the Muppet characters got out. And so then guests would keep asking where the monorail was at Hollywood Studios. And we're like, no, the monorail doesn't come here. And they're like, yeah, it does. They said <laughs> it in the Muppets. And we're like, that's in a show. There is no real monorail at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I was um, I was actually approved to train for that show um, right before Jim Henson passed away. And then he passed away and it never happened. Mm. So, yeah, I spent time over at the studios and I was was approved to go and train for that show. And then Jim passed away on us. So it was a little interesting. But... So you became a Ninja Turtle. I did. I did become a Ninja Turtle after that. So <laughs> that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So other interesting things coming that we have seen. I was going to say, speaking, speaking of training. Of training. Right. Um, so on the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, um, there is a lightsaber training that guests can interact in. Uh, I'm a little confused with the marketing and stuff on this too, but it looks really cool. So it is going to give people the opportunity to step into a training pod Um, similar to what Luke Mm -hmm. did on the Millennium Falcon in the original Star Wars, um, where the the little droid thing shoots blaster things at you, Mm -hmm. and you get to deflect them with a lightsaber. So there's an interactive point to this. Um, The droid is now points in a wall. So there's a a couple different points in a wall where um, it shoots a beam of light at you, and you have to deflect it with a lightsaber, kind of training you how to use it. So... Apparently adults will be able to do this as not just kids. So it's one of those things like the, um, my brother was really kind of crushed that he couldn't do, um, you know, Jedi Academy at the studios. He had to let his, his daughters do it. Um, (laughs) but I mean, think about how many adult men would be like, I am so going to get up there and do my Mm -hmm. little 30 second fight with Kylo Ren or Darth Vader. And like the line be immensely huge. They'd take it. They the would line, take it too far. Well, but the they line would take it huge. too far. They, they'd try to chop his I've head off. I've seen kids try no, to do that. They'd try to chop his head so, off with a plastic saber. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so this is this is kind of the next incantation of that, where you actually get to go on the Galactic Cruiser and do this. Um, the thing that's confusing to me is they released a teaser video of Ray and this really amazing mm-hmm. lightsaber, and so it looks more and more like a true lightsaber like from the movie. So like the lightsabers you get now have that plastic blade in them that lights up. It looks really Mm -hmm. good, especially at night, but when you turn it off, the blade is still there. So they've let this teaser video out of Ray where she ignites her lightsaber and the blade, you know, appears Mm -hmm. like a real lightsaber. And um, they're like, Oh, available on the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. And I'm like, okay, that is amazing. And then when they announced it at D 23, they brought this lightsaber out and Josh tomorrow from parks and rec was there or the park services. Mm-hmm. He was there and they turned off the lights and he ignited it in the auditorium. And it looked like it did in the movie. I'm like, that's amazing. And the crowd went crazy. Apparently that's not the lightsaber. You're actually going to get to put your hands on, on the, on, on the, no. collection. so I'm like, why are you teasing this? And then saying, no, 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 you're going to use this one. That part no. kind of confuses me. 
that said, I still want to do it. It still looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, it still looks cool. And I mean, so it, to start off, if you guys haven't watched the video yet, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to post that for you. But uh, to start off, you you get the lasers shot at you and you slowly deflecting it um, just to kind of get your, your bearings. And then all of a sudden, the, these, the beams start coming at you faster and faster. And so you are really trying to divert them. Uh, so it looks really cool. And yeah, I, I just can't imagine that they're going to trust that technology with the tra- retractable lightsabers to um, so many different people. So maybe they have an 18 and up version that does retract. If you just did um, it in that environment, they, like you couldn't take it anywhere else if you did it in the environment. I thought that's where they were going with that yeah. whole little teaser thing. but. It looks amazing. Yeah, but uh, if you're going to give it to a if you're going to give it to a five year old, you're going to give them the oh, little yeah. plastic one. Yeah. So maybe maybe there's maybe there's a difference. Um, I think it looks really cool. I imagine it's going to be very very hard, and it's going to be kind of like your cruise ship. I, and we don't know this where your cruise you have to kind of book your um, things well in advance about what you want to do on the Galactic Star Cruiser because um, for the first forever. I guess it's going to have a long wait list for anything. So um, I'll be interested to see how they go about booking this and letting people on. Uh, but besides the lightsaber training, there's also um, you can send the ship mm-hmm. into hyperspace and you can shoot mm-hmm. down TIE fighters, which yeah, I thought was really cool too. So uh, we're starting, we, we've heard that this is like an immersive experience and we were wondering how they're going to get us incorporated in it. And they're finally starting to release some of those details out to us, yeah. which I think is really cool. And so the way it's set up is like, you know, there's a limited number of people on the cruiser. It's not a huge um, option mm-hmm. for a huge number of guests. So it's like a two day itinerary. So everybody has different um time slots of when you're doing things and where you should be to do some of those things and experiences. So I'm sure in that way they're, they're kind of spacing it out and hopefully everybody will get a chance to do it. And some of those people, some of those people will leave uh, the Mm -hmm. cruiser and uh, go to um, galaxy's edge as well. So um, there'll be a lot less people on it than you realize because they're going to be spread out. So um, it's, it's it's interesting. I'm glad we're starting to get details on it. Uh, one other bit of news that we did get this week that I'm really, really happy for is um, we were talking all about this entertainment. So they did announce, we don't have dates, but they did announce that Fantasmic is returning both to Hollywood Studios and Disneyland in 2022. So glad to see that. They're saying there will be a new sequence um, added to the Hollywood Studios version of Fantasmic. So I think that's great to have more of that coming back. And... They've also announced the return of parades. So the Festival of Fantasy Parade is going to be returning to Magic Kingdom at uh, Walt Disney World in 2022. It sounds like they're going to do this in addition to the Cavalcades, which the way it read, they're going to do both, which I think is awesome. So you can stop and see the full length parade, but you can also go and see the Cavalcades, which occasionally have different floats from the parade um, and, and check that out, too. So it's two options there. And um, they have also announced that the Main Street Electrical Parade is returning to Disneyland in 2022. So Nighttime Ooh. Parade is returning to Disneyland Resort in 2022. There's a rumor. Bring it to There's Disney a rumor. World. This has been total rumor. Um, but they confirmed Main Street Electric Parade. So the rumor that I had heard was um, the paint... the paint the night parade that they do at Disneyland and California adventure was supposedly coming to Walt Disney world and the main street electrical parade would return to Disneyland. And they have now announced that the main street electrical parade is returning to Disneyland. So maybe we'll get paint the night at Disney world. Um, okay. I think that's kind of a cool parade. Yeah. It's a cool okay parade. So yeah. it's some kind of nighttime parade at Disney world. I think is something that's also missing. I miss those announcements. Yes, they did come so, back. Um, no dates, but they are coming back. And they didn't mention the day parade for Disneyland, but um, I actually have family checking into Disneyland tomorrow, or, or um, sorry, yesterday. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so I haven't checked with them yet, but they, they are showing their parade, the holiday parade twice a day at Disneyland. So in Disneyland, the parades are different. They do run twice a day because... Um, <laughs> The way Disneyland is logistically set up, um, once the parade floats leave the storage area back behind Small World and move through the park to Main Street, there's no way for them to get back to the parade storage area 
um, from Main Street. So they all kind of park and store um, behind Main Street. And then the parade turns around and runs from Main Street to Small World later in the day so they can get the floats back. So that's why there are two parades every day of each parade at Disneyland. Logistically, they, they can't move the floats if they don't. Yeah, and if you guys have never been to Disneyland, um, you've been to Disney World, but you've never been to Disneyland, it's it's so much smaller and tight yeah. than than Walt Disney World. So every you will walk in and you will realize how close everything is. Um, so there are several spots that get really congested. And uh, yeah, you just can't mm-hmm. turn vehicles around in there very easily. No. And it's so. interesting that there's room to turn them around it, in the area behind Main Street where there's like... Um, there, there's you know, parking and some other things back there for like some of the cast members mm-hmm. of the management. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. So they, they get down there and they turn around and then they run the parade back again later in the day. So um, they are doing three and five thirty parades right now at Disneyland. So that's kind of interesting, um, okay. but nothing about the, um, the new parade that debuted right before COVID uh, magic happens. So maybe right after the holidays, we'll get magic happens back out at Disneyland. There were some cool floats that they did with that. Um, it'd be good to see that come back. Yeah. Cool stuff. Well, I think that yeah. just about wraps up our um, episode for Changes to the Animal Kingdom. So feel free to join us next week as we continue talking about changes around Walt Disney World. And we'll be breaking down all the changes that are coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, And as you know, we are your mouse experts and we're here to help answer all your Disney and Universal questions and help you prepare for your next magical vacation, wherever that destination may be. Uh, And I just sold a Royal Caribbean cruise, so we do do other things. Uh, And if you enjoyed the show and you know Mm -hmm. anyone who might enjoy it as well, please feel free to share it with them. And we're always looking to grow our audience. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new drop. And as always, uh, shoot us a comment, send us an email. Um, What's going on at Epcot or at Hollywood? Where do we go? Animal Kingdom. What's going on Animal Kingdom that, <laughs> that's new that you really like uh, or don't like? And uh, let us know how it's going. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. So we, we, we chose uh, Animal Kingdom and, Ho- and Hollywood Studios to start because we felt like those are the ones that don't have the most changes going on at it, you know, right now. Um, but there's still a lot going on. So definitely let us know your thoughts on all the changes. And um, if there's anything for Hollywood studios that you're interested that we want to make sure we uh, get you the questions for that as well. So, um, and as always, we end every episode with a quote and this week's quote is life is life's a little bit messy. We all make mistakes. No matter what type of animal you are, change starts with you. And that is from Judy hops and Zootopia. So kind of thought that was fitting because a lot of people are hoping for a Zootopia land to come to animal kingdom. And it may Um, still, it may still have been a rumor or anything. Yeah. So, Alec, good episode as always. And uh, guys, we can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.